0: don't hesitate. I used it. You should go over and start using it now.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: Is this where you come up with your value of money? Because I'm gonna let you explain. I think it's brilliant. Um, I actually tried to do a a whole lesson on the value of money. Um, But when I heard you speak about it, it was like, yo, don't chase chase value. Don't chase the things that buy value. Right. Is this the time period where you come up with that theory? or No, much later. Okay. I Can you explain it the there? Because I'm sure right. people need to hear that. Um, Got them all. For the <laughs> most part, the, 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 the
2: cost to make both of these is just about the same. You understand me? So what's the value of it? Now, we spend our whole lives chasing these things, but these are not the value. These things are what you utilize to exchange for things of value. Mm-hmm. But in our community, we talk to chase the thing that buys value instead of actually chase value. Now when you chase value then this chases you because this is meant to exchange for things of value so it's like if a person goes and get more knowledge that's to me the quickest way to increase your value because all of a sudden if you spent the next year and let's say over that course of the year you became a genius at one particular subject people will pay you for that mm-hmm. why because you've increased your value and now they have these these bills this fiat money which buys value but then you also have to understand money in the sense of like this is not the value at all, right? like it don't have any intrinsic value, this means that it can go down to zero. Right. you understand me Something like gold, which or is not that much gold in the world, it has intrinsic value it's never this value never going to go down to zero. You understand me, and so for me, I think about the intrinsic value in the human capital that each person has and your ability to consistently add value onto self so the moment that I stop trying to chase a goal of cash. And things of that nature. And I said, well, let me just continue to add value and give value, right? So more I give value, the more money a person has to give me. So it's the same thing as if I'm always worrying about, like, who has my money in their pocket, right? Like, if you surround it, like, I live downtown, and I know that there's millions of dollars around me in circulation. Now, how do I get into that flow of money? You understand me? What value can I add so people start exchanging that money for my value? So, like, right now, let's say if I told you about a course or a book that I had, all of a sudden you go in your pocket and you give me some of your money because you just exchange it for value. But if I just say, bro, can I have $100, that's not the same. You understand me? Or well, if I'm around you and I'm just thinking, like, man, how I get some money? You understand me? <laughs> no, nah, I go straight for the value and only the value. So I don't chase money because when you chase value, money chases you. You understand me? And, and it and it really goes to getting rid of your Cognitive dissonance and your your programming towards money and really just updating your mindset when it comes to money itself. Like this is this is nothing. Like cash is trash. You understand me? And even understanding that concept, like having all your money leveraged in cash really puts you at a big risk, especially as inflation rises and as the dollar decreases, and understanding the international uh monetary systems that we live in today. And those are not things that's taught in the average household of black America. So yeah, we we chase too much cash instead of value. Yeah, and that's uh, reminds me of uh, Derek Falcon, one of our
3: most famous alumni. for us, at least he's a he's a legend when it comes to earning your lease to change the whole situation. But what he said was he was like, stop lining yourself, up, stop lining your life up with bills, and start lining your life up with purpose. Mm. And it's like what you just said, like chase the purpose. And yeah. it's like even for us, it's like you know, for us, we feel like we're providing value and we're doing purpose, and we like Absolutely. doing what we're doing as opposed to just like. I'm chasing a bag, but the more you you
2: chase money, the more it's going to run from you. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you know for a fact that it's much harder to get interviews when you don't have that value already out there. Your value proposition, as it's called. You understand me? It's like that person may be too busy for you. Why? Because time has a certain value on it. But when I can exchange my time for something to equal a greater value, then cool. You know what I mean? People hitting you up. You understand me? Mm -hmm. When you call, they absolutely saying yes, because that makes sense. Yeah. So
0: that's exact yeah, there that's, nah, that's that's pretty fact. pretty accurate. <laughs> so, so so
2: you you talk
3: about diversification. Um I'm interested to know is that
2: diversifying your investments to diversify yeah do you have a a yeah. strategy for diversification? So with diversification um so let's let's speak directly on money then, right? So it's really about leveraging yourself. You understand me? So in this particular market that we live in now, you all know that inflation, and your audience know, because y'all be talking about this. <laughs> so you know, I ain't bringing nothing new to y'all. You understand me? That inflation is uh, uh, rise at 3%. And we know that, let's say, if the dollar was to go down, like really decline, you got all your cash holdings, all your money in cash. You understand me? Now, that means that you're at grave risk. You understand me? To lose it all. And this is really why we don't have any wealth in our community whatsoever. Because as my brother Chris Cole, he speaks about this. You know, we think transactional base instead of purchasing power percentage based. So when you're talking about wealth, you're talking about having consistent purchasing power itself. Now, if the dollar decreases, then so does your purchasing power. It decreases. So maybe I need to have some of my money leveraged in gold. Right. Because if the dollar decrease and people lose faith in this, this dollar, now they may have more faith in gold. Or they may have more faith in treasury bonds. You understand me? Now, understanding that just aspect of thinking, which probably somebody who may be listening to this for the first time might not understand still that concept. Like you really have to sort of get into it to start understanding, stop thinking transactional. But for me, it's the same thing when it goes towards anything in diversification. Like, yes, I may have a a book, but what if book sales decline? All right, well, maybe I can do speaking. Well, what if the speaking events decline? You understand me? Well, I can start doing teaching. Well, what is the teaching? Well, I got a product. Well, what about I can't do the product? Maybe I can build somebody's website like that skill set diversification for me. Hmm. So for me, it's always keeping yourself leveraged so that your value never goes to zero. You minimize your risk at the same time. You understand me? And you can continue to have power or purchasing power on the marketplace. So with black folks, we should never always have our money in cash and we should have a diversified portfolio with different commodities and assets that we can leverage with and learning how to hedge them. Yeah,
3: that's interesting that you say that because that's the same thing with us as far as like our revenue streams. Like for Your leisure, we had a bunch of different revenue streams, fortunately, because it's like live events was a big, a big one for us. Right. And when COVID hit, it's like we just doubled down on our content right. and just started doing different mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of other stuff. But if we would have been relying solely on um,
2: live events, right?
0: We'd be screwed. That's what I'm saying. It'd be dark. It'd be real dark for us. Yeah,
2: but but the beautiful thing, look how many, and, and this is one of those shameless things, or, or or people feel guilty when they say this that they're doing so well during the COVID nineteen period, and that's because some people didn't even realize that they were very leveraged for this time. You understand me that they did have a diversified portfolio, at least mentally, just through the skill set that they've acquired throughout time. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't realize that oh, I would actually pivot very great during this time. But I look at, you know, minimizing risk, but more so thinking about what's the worst that could happen. Like last year when we was doing our tour, we was telling people that, you know, the stock market going to be a bubble, things go bust. And people was asking, well, what would you do? And I just kept thinking last year. I told them that 2019 was a year of the keys. 2020 is not really the year where you just start something. 2020 was the year you already have something started and you're building on it. You understand me? And those people who had something starting was building on it, found themselves to have some of their best months. You understand me? Because they had skill sets that they can easily pivot. Yeah. And so when one thing went down, they put all of their energy and focus. Now they main income source not working. Here is another income source that they was able to maximize though.
0: I think, I think we should have you write our book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you really literally are telling our story. This, this is pretty good. Uh, <laughs> can, can we talk about products? Cause I, I know, and okay. I thought it really interesting, right? The crown's product because yeah. uh, I, I'm reading all the stuff about you and I'm like technology, Yes, sir. Where did you get the interest in this? Because I know the crown has the EMF technology, electromagnetic frequency. I'll let you explain it. But where did your love and interest and peak um, for technology? When did this happen?
2: Man, I couldn't tell you when that started. I've always loved technology. You understand me? Like maybe it came from being a youngster. uh, And, you know, we used to break down. Me and my younger brother used to break down like uh, machine parts and batteries and magnets and things of that nature and build like um, we used to take the washing machines and build the race cars and things of that nature. You understand me? Like we was real hands on when we was younger. And I just always loved the concept of technology. I, I, I read the tech insiders and just the different magazines and keep up with what was to come at all times. But really for the crowns. You understand me, because the crown that I wear is symbols, and really that's the important part on it. The symbols are a subconscious language. You can't tell a symbol no. You understand me. The same way, if you see a Toyota emblem, the or or a Coca-Cola bottle, the messaging from every commercial that's been marketed to you is going to start playing. Mm-hmm. There's there's landscape that they've already took over in your head, and so the power with symbols is that you know they have the ability to spark this inner knowing in you you understand me when we see certain symbols that's universal our dna you understand me uh communicates with it now in the hoods of america when you watch the movie colors it taught black people um the propaganda of gang you understand me and how to wear which colors throw up different things you understand me it sparked that interest all across america and i think about propaganda you understand me in the way of the same way i think about design you understand me and i think about fashion as a particular technology that communicates who you are you understand me and so for me i create products that communicate problems but create solutions mm-hmm. so when i think about emf electromagnetic frequency protection and i think about the 5g stuff right like everybody went crazy for the 5g for a couple months mm-hmm. but we was we was a couple of years ahead just thinking about More so, not even just 5G, because the 5G implications go beyond, you know, what people think about the dangers and more so go about the Internet of Things and super surveillance and all of that stuff. But when I think about any technology and the harmfulness that comes around it, how do you protect yourself? And then how do you communicate a problem without going into that conspiracy world? You understand me? Like, I'd rather be like, look, I have EMF protection zorbs, And then they're like, what do I need that for? I was like, well, let me tell you some of the problems that have rise. You know what I mean? Chicago Tribune actually did a study on cell phone technology and said that it was actually over the allotted rate that cell phones should be emitting radiation. So you may have it in your pocket, and it may be messing with your little swimmers. You understand me? <laughs> I'm just saying. You may be getting headaches and not know what it's for. So my, my, my way of first create the solution and then bring the awareness to the problem. And so I said, well, let's combine fashion and tech. You understand me? Let's put this technology in there because not only am I have you representing who you are. Mm -hmm. You understand me? When you walk in the room, but it's protecting your mind at the same time. So it's really like a a quadruple dimension, like these symbols resonate so that you can tap into that universal mindset. You represent that universal mindset by wearing and you protect that mind. You understand me all at the same time. And then we got augmented reality coming next for the crowns. Yeah, you know I mean, so that's so. They, so there's, there's a chip in the crown. Yeah. What, what exactly? So it's a small chip, and it has composite minerals that's combined. And what that does is, um, so for the dangerous radiation, you understand me? It actually breaks down that into short waves, so that it doesn't have the same effect um, uh, that it normally would have if you had no protection around you whatsoever. You understand me? So, and I don't just have the, the crowns. We got the uh, the gold water. and mm-hmm a multitude of other different things like we kind of go real scientific. I, thought, I, I the saw forest. the mask. Yeah, we got the mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, we be working, man. <laughs> the gold water is the family business, though. Like, yeah. that's the one that I started with the family. The other one I, I started completely by myself. So what's what's
3: the science behind the gold water? Like, what's the deal with that?
2: So we're born with 0.02% of gold within our body. Like you know? physical gold? Yes, like physical gold. Like the actual gold that you're wearing? Yes, actual real gold. So scientists had discovered like they were saying okay why will we need gold why are we born with gold gold is one of those 102 minerals that dr sebi said that we need right um and when you look at gold within the body um it's there for anti-inflammation and it's also there for electricity within the nerves you understand me now gold is a heavy metal so it's a superconductor of electricity it's Mm -hmm. the only metal that doesn't rust now, ancient societies have been mining gold. It's been used as a money for over 5,000 years, and it's been mined for over 100,000 years. When you go into the deep sciences of uh, the Anunnaki or the Egyptians or um, even in the U.K., and even today, they utilize it in cancer and tumor radiation technology. And so the gold in your body, um, because it has a bioavailability and you break down the gold, it, it, the only thing that's in there is deionized water and gold. You know, people always ask them, do I need to mix it? No, you just take it and you drink it. And so what it does for me is it increases hand-eye coordination, mental acuity, um, which one of the best things. I like lucid dreaming because some people always tell us they had their first dream <laughs> in years. And it's funny, like people that say it made me smarter, and, and, and we don't market it that way. But the side effect is this, that you have the hippocampus area of your brain, which regulates mood, memory, and learning. Now, of course, after the age of 25, you understand me, your neuroplasticity doesn't work the same way. And so when you drink it, especially if you drink it before you go to sleep, it's going to get you into that deep stage of sleep, beta wave sleep. And so when you're in that deep sleep, your brain actually secretes a fluid over the ridges of your brain and it clears out neurotoxins. So you much much clearer throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Now, some people eat at the 10 o'clock and it messes with that function. So sometimes you wake up and your brain is a little foggy and things of that nature you need a whole lot of coffee Ooh, so you can we know some up. we
0: know some guys like that
2: yeah <laughs> i mean you know especially in the entrepreneur world i used to have i used to need coffee like addicted to coffee and that's one of the things that it actually does is um, it helped curve certain addictions like coffee addictions you understand me and and in, in uh, london it was used to curb alcoholism but to my point though The fact that when people go to sleep and they get into this deep sleep, they become much more well rested. You understand me? Their brain is much clearer. So, that mood, memory, and learning is now facilitated to when they wake up, they feel sharper. You understand me? Their neurons are connected. So, now their memory is increased and things of that nature. So, now they tell me, oh, I didn't got smarter. I'm more focused, things of that nature. The average person doesn't get the correct amount of sleep. And when they do sleep, they don't sleep based on their biological function, they sleep based on their work time and when they need to get up. No, it's actually
3: very true, uh-huh. yeah. and it's something that, um, especially for entrepreneurs. Cause I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to Earn Your Leisure, and I'm, I'm even guilty of it myself. But you got to get a good night's sleep. Yeah. It's like you, 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 yeah, th- sleep th- sleep. your parents tell you that when you're a kid, but it's something that most people are sleep deprived. And not only does it affect your health, but it affects your, your mental capacity. It affects everything. Yeah. Your mood, your mood swings and all kinds of stuff. And yeah. it's just like, that's why there's a reason why like pilots have to have a certain amount of rest time. Yeah. And like truckers Dri- have drivers, to have a certain yep, amount yep, yep. of rest because it's like your your brain is not fully functioning at a high level if you're right. tired. That's like the easiest way to really explain it. Like your right. brain's not functioning at a high level when you're tired. So we could talk about business, but we also have to talk about health. Exactly. Because if your health isn't there, and that's a major part of, of health, for sure. Yeah. I, I think
0: one of the things you said, and you, you brought up the word addiction, and I was like, yo, I, obviously listening to you, I'm like, yo, that's brilliant, right? Like, you said you were addicted to production and productivity mm-hmm. versus procrastination. When when did you get to this level of productivity? Was it like, you know what, all money in, I got it, This is, it's, it's me or nothing? Like, how do we get to that level of of consciousness and, and thought
2: you know it's, it's been a journey of really learning myself you understand me like so i got a story of the first lazy person in history you understand me and the first lazy person in history you got to imagine it's two people and say they in egypt and they building a the pyramid mm-hmm. you understand me and uh one of them just stopped me like you know what let's do this tomorrow and bro like what's tomorrow and he like well it's a time when we don't have to do it right now <laughs> But we can do it later. (laughs) And to me, that idea of tomorrow is for procrastinators. You understand me? It's for people that are lazy. And I remember when I felt like I was procrastinating and I wanted to get certain things done. And I actually took a course on how not to procrastinate. You understand me? Like, that's the type of person I am. Like, I want to study self. You understand me? So I started studying the science of procrastination. And so it's like, let's say that scientists had did a, a... a scan and a study on a person that procrastinates and the tasks that they actually need to want to complete. And there was a correlation between pain and procrastination. Mm-hmm. You understand me that when a person thinks about a task that they don't want to do, it lights up the same signals in the brain that pain does. So performing that task would literally be painful for instead. They like, you know what? I'll do that later. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Because it's too painful to go to that threshold. So that's why I consider procrastination, the abortion clinic of genius. You understand me? Like instead of going through and birthing that thought, you are afraid of that pain. And there's a part when a woman gets pregnant to where she's about to uh, give birth. It's called the crowning phase. It's the most painful aspect of it. Trying to push that baby out.
0: Witness it, man. (laughs) Yeah.
2: that's when she kind of want to retort a little bit and like, nah, but for entrepreneurs, you have the idea. You understand me? You have to go through that painful process of keeping that idea protected during the pregnancy of that idea. Mm-hmm. And then when it's really time for you to give birth to it, that's when you might procrastinate the most, because that's when the fear comes like, damn, what if I actually successful with this? Whatever it may be. You understand me? So a lot of people procrastinate and their genius never gets birthed. That idea never comes to fruition. So for me, I think especially after I fired my job, I just knew that it was all dependent on me, mm-hmm. that there is no paycheck. I'm definitely not going back to a job. So I knew that whatever that parachute that has to open when you jump off that cliff, that I had to make that my work ethic. Mm. You understand me? Yeah. So I find a way every single day to get something done. You understand me? And in doing something every day, I assure that I don't procrastinate.
3: What's your what's your what's your um your daily routine? Cause I use to-do lists. I don't know if you use a to-do list, but like cause this is something that's like procrastination is is a real big thing. Huge. It's something that's small in the grand scheme of things, but it's huge because it's like this stops people from actually doing anything. Like mm-hmm. Most people are procrastinators by nature. So, like I said, for me personally, I have a to-do list, and that kind of helps me. But even with that, I don't always finish everything about to-do right. list. So, like, do you have, like, a set thing where, I, like, I'm not going to sleep? Because, like, my man Spurgo, shout out to Spurgo. Shout yeah. out to Spurgo. That's Spurgo. my God, man. Philly's right. Yeah, <laughs> he was, like, when he was um just starting out selling T-shirts, he was, like, 11 years old, 12 years old. He was, like, he didn't. He, he made it a point where he told his mom he's not going home until he got rid of every t-shirt yeah so he didn't have an option of going home until he got rid of his (laughs) t-shirts like you know what i'm saying so like what's what's your what's your your method that you use for procrastination
2: um it's interesting because i think i've gotten to a good mindset where i'm at um and me i don't put pressure on myself you understand me i more so have a big goal right and let's say i know what i need to get done throughout this week and i more so make sure that every single day i'm doing something towards that goal and i more have a better system of management you understand me rather than just creating strict standards so and and, and management especially in business terms is administering your activities to get to set obligation and and goals so for me every day i have to think how i'm going to manage myself do i focus on gold water today do i focus on 19 keys today do i focus on the politics of the world do i focus on the revolution like which one am I giving my energy to? You understand me because I'm polymactic. My skill set span in many different areas. So with doing that, you can find yourself, you know, spread pretty thin. And I try to make sure that I don't do that. I put things over my weeks. You Understand me? Like this week, we doing the family business meeting. We doing the gold water. We we making sure that we are doing the branding and marketing. The other week, you know what? We got to focus on the people. You understand me? I have to create the training regimens. We got to go out there and show them what's the time. And, and what needs to happen during this time. You understand me? So it's more so a system of management every day. But then in my book, Paradigm Keys, Solution-Based Mind Reprogramming, I do outlay um, a regimen and one in the morning and throughout the day, you understand me? And, and really, I take cold showers and I've been doing that for about two years. And them cold showers <laughs> is to remind Yo. you. Daily? Daily. Yo. And, 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 and they remind me of my goal because it's an incantation. Like it's a physical thing that's also attached to your goal. You understand uh-huh. it me? Shocks like, your nerves. Yeah. Yeah. So when I wake up, I know it reminds me of what I'm doing it for. So now I'm thinking like, all right, you took this cold shower, what you take it for? You understand me? Now I gotta think of a goal that I must complete. But it's true and tried and tested. Anytime that I win in the morning, I wake up, I do my push ups, I get in some meditation before I touch this phone so my brain not reactive. I take my gold water, I do my cold showers, I brush my teeth with the opposite hand. I may read, my mind is ready. I I make my bed up. You understand me? I smile first thing when I get up. If I follow that regimen, you understand me? My mind is looking for the next task. You understand me? Because I'm already
3: on the road.
0: Yeah, you're already in that mindset.
3: You have to shock your system. I learned that early. I used to play basketball. (laughs) Superstar, star. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, there you go. Nah, but when I took ice bath, um, and ice bath is for recovery, but it's also it shocks your system. Yes. And um, so if anybody knows, like you know, cold, like I hate cold. We've been having this conversation all month. <laughs> Everybody else loves cold for some reason. So, but but warm warm temperatures kind of like relax you and soothe yeah. you. And so I used to um live in Hawaii, and any island that you go to. People are more relaxed, laid back. Right. Don't worry, which is a good thing, but it's also kind of like it can, if you, it can kind of like make you to the point where you don't want to do anything.
2: Right, you more because relaxed. because it's like yeah. But when right. you
3: when you shock your system, it's like cold, it's like you wake up. So I say that to say little things like that, you have to change your your patterns. So mm-hmm. like, like you said, like brush your teeth with the opposite. Yeah, I'm, I'm in yeah. my mind. I'm like,
0: I just want to know the reasoning for it.
2: Well, when you do that, you stimulate them nerve cells because. Um, now your brain is not operating from a program. It's operating outside the box of how you normally program. Okay, You understand me? And so now those particular parts of your brain is strengthening neural connections and neural activity up there. You understand me? So now you're breaking from your normal regimen. Like anything that you do, that's your routine, you don't have to think. Yeah. Right. You understand me? That's putting no pressure on yourself, no growth whatsoever. It's just a routine, which is why you can become comfortable as an entrepreneur because... You get used to a certain level, you understand me? And then that level, there's no accomplishment in the maintenance of a level. That's just routine, you understand me? It's not until you want to go to another level, now you got to grow, yeah. you understand me? And so for it, it, it's about neural growth, yeah. you understand me? Because now your brain has to think. You're using the opposite hand. Do I go up and down? Do I go <laughs> rotate? You understand me? Now your brain is actually functioning for the day.